about this topic. Um, so we should have some fun with this one. Yes. Um, as always, the No Name Nonsense podcast coming to you. Uh, so we, I know at one point we did Usher's, you know, 8701 versus Confessions. And I know Tiffany sat in for that one and, you know, she she laid it down. She gave her reasons why she thinks 8701 was the best album. But, you know, for my count, Confessions still knocked it off the block. So I decided to do, I guess, the Caucasian version of this, if, if we could call it that. And I decided to look up Taylor Swift's two most popular albums or two, I guess, people consider the, the two best albums. Now, the problem is, is that everybody has an opinion about what's her best album. But the consensus I got from so many different surveys was Fearless versus 1989. Those were the two consensus I got for the two best albums. Now, don't do not crap on me. I looked at about 20 sites and looked at their top and scored them like everybody that got ranked number one, I would give a certain amount of points to. Ranked number two, I would give points to. And after the 20 sites, those two had the highest scores amongst everybody, amongst the fandom. So... We decided to break it down, and like like last time, I'm considering 1989, <clears throat> the deluxe edition, the original one that was released, because the deluxe edition has like 16 songs. The original one has 13. Fearless has 13. And so let's go ahead and start off with, with – um, Let's get DJ Tunes out the way because I know he doesn't give a damn about this subject. <laughs> which one? Hey, I got, I got listen a little to bit him, more. Listen to him, which you one did you think was better? <laughs> I got to go with 1989, hands down. 89, hands down. You know, just more, just more bangers. It's more heat. It's just more heat on there, man. That 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 uh, that finish is a little soft for me, bro. It's a little soft for my taste, bro. <laughs> my taste buds. You know, no, you know what I mean. It, it it didn't have enough pizzazz to me. It was just a lot of, you know, love, lovey dovey, sing songy. You know, just 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 like a mellow vibe. It was just very very, very mellow. What about you, Mama C? What'd you think? I'm going to go with tunes on this one, 1989. Yeah. Because, because Fearless is like one of her, you know, earlier albums. And so it's kind of like she's getting her feet wet with, you know, the early days. But 1989 is really what established her pop career. This was the first album where she decided to go pop and away from country. So it is nice that to have that transition from country to pop in 1989, definitely definitely was the one and I didn't know if, I don't know if y'all know the backstory about 1989 you know she originally um you know worked on Red and she wanted Red to win a Grammy and when Red did not win a Grammy she got really upset and then that same evening after she got home and kind of you know you know gave herself a little pity party she decided okay next album is going to be 1989 and I'm just going to have fun with it. And she did. And that's why it's such a great album because it shows off her fun side. She's not thinking about Grammys. She's not thinking about the serious aspect of it. You know, she's decided, well, I work this hard. It's time to have some fun. And that's what 1989 entails. All right. 89 was the third album and Fearless was the first, correct? Uh, Uh, I I want to say Taylor Swift was the first album. Oh, Fearless was the second. Um, Yeah. Yeah, Taylor Swift was the first album. I think Fearless was the second. Then there was an album called Red. Red. And so then it's uh, Taylor back. Swift, uh, Fearless. Fearless. Uh, was it Red. Speak? Speak Now. Speak, yeah, Speak Now, and then Red. Red, nineteen eighty nine. The Retribution. Uh, then I guess what it was, an Archer or Lover or whatever, and then Folklore. Folklore. Was the last one. Yeah. Yeah, Lee. I ain't realize she had that. Oh yeah, movie. yeah. She, she oh, yeah. out there, bro. Like. Yeah. yeah Lee, oh yeah. She's putting them out there, bro. Which, by the way, um, I know we're not talking about 
you know, we're only talking about Fearless in 1989, but my top two favorite um, Taylor Swift albums are Reputation and Folklore. I really love those two albums. Oh, wow. Okay. Reputation went up there pretty high. People are still, oh, yeah, still just digesting Folklore. So Folklore didn't make a lot of lists because they were still digesting it. Um, I'm going to go with Fearless. Fearless is, I think, the better album of the two. And and, and why it's hard to to make that opinion is because you are 100% correct. 1989's production is phenomenal. It is such a well-produced album. And if you wanted to argue that, I can have no argument. It's set, like the sound is better in the sense that it's different variations of sound because it is a pop album. Where I know Fearless is it's more just, it's a country album. Let's be real. It is a teenage-esque country, country pop album where Fearless, uh, 1989 is a straight up pop album. Yeah. I go with Fearless because, one, y'all know I'm always in my lovey-dovey bag, so Fearless kind of hits that, too. But also, for me, with Fearless, the lyrics are a million times better on Fearless than it is in 1989. And I know that's her second album versus 1989 being, like, what, her fifth or sixth. We know lyrical content takes a hit the longer you keep writing songs, you know, less because it's, it's harder to keep up that same level. I feel like Fearless was the first album where, like, lyrically – you realize that she's a great songwriter and you can't fuck with it. I think 1989 is because it's a pop album. She sacrificed some of the lyrics because it has to be a pop album. And I think fearless, just like the title says, she is fearless in her lyrics. Like she lays it on like, you can listen to fearless and feel exactly and know exactly what she's going through mentally in every single song where 1989, uh, certain songs on here you can get and go, okay, I know where she was at. But there's a lot of songs on there where it's just, hey, I'm just doing this for the pop crowd. Like, Shake It Off, it's a pop song. It's a for the pop. I know she was facing, ad, you know, adversity, but it didn't speak to it. It just spoke to just, hey, I need a pop song that's upbeat. But 1989 so. wasn't intentionally made to be a country album. 1989 was, was solely her introduction for pop. Well, no, I and agree. That's, that's what, what I'm saying. It like, saying. It's a pop album. Yeah. I'm saying that uh, Fearless is a country pop album, and I feel like Fearless is literally – her laying herself out on the line at that age, lyrically. I think, I think 1989, it, I hate to say this because I'd hate to put pop in this category. Most pop songs lyrically aren't great. Pop just has a scheme and a formula that feels good. Her being a good lyricist makes 1989 way better as a pop album, but I don't think it's a great lyrical album for Taylor Swift. It's kind of for, for tunes, it's like listening to Reasonable Doubt lyrically and then listening to 444 lyrically. You're going to say that they're both good lyrically, but you know Reasonable Doubt is on a whole other level lyrically. That's how I feel about the two. But you have to remember something about Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift is going to make an album on the basis of her emotions. So, and that's what I love about Taylor Swift. Every album is basically what mood she was feeling when she made that album. It's all emotionally based because she writes all of her songs. So of course you have the Taylor Swift album where it's her first album and she's like, I'm getting into music. And then Fearless, yes, I will agree with you on Fearless. It was a great trampoline for her music career. And I say that because it's really what put her out there as a country music star. And it launched her career because the lyrics were great. And it was what she needed to boost herself out there from playing in these little dive bars to playing sold out stadiums. I will agree on that. But as you get older, your moods change. 
So you get to Red. She was feeling kind of saucy on that, but she's still a teenage girl. But then Red didn't win a, win a Grammy. So she made 1989 because she wanted to change and she wanted to have fun. And then all that shit went down with Kanye West. And, you know, she got a lot of hate from other, you know, tabloids. And that's where reputation came in. She brought out reputation. She's like, I am a bitch and I am a woman and you're not going to mess with me. That was the album. Hold on. I think you helped me with, you helped me with my argument with that. I'm gonna let you finish real quick, but I feel like 1989. Yeah, you like the callback to Kanye. Just keep on Kanye. Right, right. I think 1989 is kind of hollow because of that. I think 1989 does not have the emotional resonance that her other song. I think Reputation for me is a better album than 1989 because her emotions are in Reputation. 1989 feels like I'm not gonna say a cash grab. It felt like I'm gonna try something new because Red didn't work. The country didn't work, so I'm gonna try something new, and it just happened to be good. But she's trying to be silly in 1989. That was I agree. Was I just? She's like, I don't give a shit anymore. I'm just gonna put myself out there and be silly, and that's what 1989 was, and I applaud that. But then, guess what happened? <laughs> Excuse me. Guess what happened after that? She got a lot of pushback from the Kanye West thing and from, you know, other things. And she goes into hiding and she comes back this full raging bitch. And that was what reputation was all about. She was mad. She was angry. She was upset. And she was showing the world that I'm a bitch. I'm a woman. And you, there's not a damn thing you can do to stop me. And that was reputation. And then of course, you know, she kind of calmed down a little bit. She's in a new relationship. Um, I forget the guy's name. I know his first name is Joe, but then that's where lover comes in because she's in love and she's happy and she's feeling all butterflies and first date and, you know, kisses and everything. And then folklore, folklore was, I think something that was needed because she wrote that in quarantine. Folklore is, you know, she's doing her own thing in quarantine with this guy. She quarantined with her boyfriend and all all this emotion and her soul came out and it was it's just like a dreamy coffee shop album that you listen to while I listen to folklore while I work, while I sew, while I, you know, clean house because it's just this mellow dive album, acoustic and everything that we need. There's nothing, you know, adrenaline about it. It's mm-hmm. it's basically how we've been feeling during this entire quarantine. And she's trying to like, you know, sing a lullaby to rock ourselves into a depressionless sleep. And it's perfect. So every album that she has has a mood. Mm-hmm. And that's what the two things I love about these two albums, not a 1989 or Fearless, but Reputation and Folklore, was it really set the stage of how she was feeling. And that's why I guess I love 1989 as like my third favorite album, because that's exactly what she was doing. She was expressing how she was feeling. She was feeling silly. She was feeling spontaneous and she wanted a change. Yeah, but nobody like that goofy shit. Nobody like no goofy stuff. Uh, hey, no, I like that. I like the goofy stuff, bro. <laughs> I that was fun. That was a fun album. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it was a fun album. Like, it was popcorn. It was... It's like you went to the movie, had some popcorn and a drink, and then you left the movie and you were like, what you eat? And you're like, oh... I think I had some popcorn. It was good, I think. Like, with Fearless is like, nah, like, that's a meal. Like, you sat down and had a, an intriguing conversation with an important person in front of you, and you had a convo. Like, it, I guess I want to say, like, you're, you're using 1989 as the bridge to reputation, but 1989, that's the point. It was the bridge. Like, it wasn't the album. It was the bridge. Like, Fearless was the album that made her a star. 1989 was the album that bridged her to, like, her womanhood. 
where reputation had to fully resolve into womanhood. When 1989 was just, and, you know, I think it's coming down to the Instinct versus Backstreet Boys, where you hated the lovey-dovey slow songs on Backstreet and like the upbeat of Instinct. But I agree, Instinct had better lyrics either way. But still, I think that's where it's coming down to is that yes, 1989 is a way better upbeat album. It is definitely funner. But when I say musically, if I was gonna sit down and listen to something. I, I, like, listen, not like sit down and be on my phone or reading a book or doing work. I mean, sit down and just listen. Fearless is by far superior just as a listen. 1989, you're going to do other stuff. Like, you're going to be cleaning your house listening to 1989 because you don't got to really care about what she's saying. It just it, it sounds better, like, production-wise. But the entrance, I think, is just, you know, with the concerts. I mean, you've got the Fearless concert, and it just starts with Lito stop everything now and then she comes out in this like gold sequin dress with her guitar and she's just like hi but you know I felt like fearless was just more forced because it was necessary for her career where 1989 was her you know doing the album because she has the freedom to do it she doesn't have any pressure that it has to be this way or this way compared to fearless where it's like okay this is going to you know taylor swift did well but this is going to be your sophomore album and it's got to be perfect with 1989 she had more freedom to do whatever she wanted on that and that's what i like about it i felt that fearless was even though it is a great album and it launched her career i felt that it was more forced whereas 1989 is not a forceful album it's more like i'm having fun i can do this because i have the freedom to do what i want well, I mean, yeah, is it forced because she's displaying her feelings more on it? Yeah. Is it her sophomore album and Taylor Swift did okay, didn't do great, did okay? But do we make an argument that a lot of times we do our best work under pressure? Pressure makes the diamond. Like, most people wait till the last minute to write their reports. Like, we do our best work when we have that pressure, that, that animosity. That's why I think, again, that's why I think reputation is better than 1989 because reputation, she had some heat on her. She had some pressure on her. Wait. To produce. Are you talking about reputation or fearless? No, no, I'm, I'm saying I'm giving my example, like, while pressure makes the album better. Fearless, she had the pressure, like you said. I think reputation's a better album than 1989 because she had pressure in reputation. She well, had pressure like to prove herself now. again. Because 1989, like you said, it was a fun, it was a freedom. That don't always equal great artistic, like, relevance. And I think reputation is the middle ground of the good lyrics plus the good production where I think 1989 literally was just the good production and the lyrics is just garbage. No, I think that with Reputation, I don't feel that it was pressure. I feel that it was just pure rage. She was angry. I don't well, think that's why it was, it was pressure because it was, can you repeat that success of 1989? Then you got people hating on you because you flipped out from country and went right pop. Like it was, she had pressure for Reputation. That's why she was a raging bitch is because she had to, she had to show and prove for Reputation that this ain't a fluke, that I can do this pop shit and still be a better artist than all you pop bitches with none, with none of the experience. Like, <laughs> Reputation had a little bit of edge on it because she had pressure. 1989 had no pressure. It, it has no edge on it. It is literally come as you are for 1989, which I think that's why I think people enjoy it. I just think I enjoy Fearless a little bit more because I feel like it was something to prove on Fearless, just like I enjoy Reputation more because it was something to prove on Reputation. Okay, I'll give an example of work. Okay. Um, I left one job to, um, and I took that risk to find another. And in between, I worked a, I worked a, a factory job. It was something that um, I'm not going to go too much into it, but it was, 
was, you know, something that I felt like I needed, I, ne I needed to take a mental break. And I did that for a little bit before I started another job and I'm back at it with the pressure. Mm -hmm. I'll be honest with you. I felt like I could conquer the world during that mental break because I was able to think clearly about the things that I wanted to do in my life. And I had the time to do like the menial factory task to go back in and just think about, okay, like to reorganize what I want and to reorganize things that I want to do that I didn't have time to think about because I was under pressure from other tasks that I was doing from the previous job. Right. Um, and I, to me, working under pressure doesn't allow me to fully, you know, be creative and provide the necessary flow of creativity that I need to. And now it's, you know, if, when I feel like that I'm not under pressure, I have more time to think about what I want to do and what I want to create. So pressure, I will say pressure does work, working under pressure does work for everyone, but it, it works for, well, it doesn't work for everyone, but it works for some people, but it doesn't work for everyone. Me, my opinion, I don't work well under pressure. I can't, I can't focus. I can't think. I don't have that, 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 that flow line of creativity and process that I need because I'm panicking and thinking of the doom and gloom of what's next. So in other words, uh, you're more like Paul George as opposed to... <laughs> I was just about to say that. I was just about to sure. say... Why not? Get, to win sure. championships, you need pressure. You got, to say you, got, that. you got a lot of Paul George in you. <laughs> you can't work under pressure because I've done that in college and I about have my, had myself a full mental breakdown. Right. Oh, Lord. I can't right, Well, let's, let's, let's run down the song for song comparison and... And see what we think. So I'm all, I'm gonna state fearless first, and then 1989 second as we go pound for pound here. Um, so the first song on fearless is fearless versus welcome to New York on 1989. Mama Steve, which one you got? All right, which one is it again? The first fearless one? versus uh, welcome to New York. Hmm, that's a tough one because I do I did I did like the song fearless even though I don't really like the album. Um, I will I will grant fearless on this one. Okay. I did like I did like the song better than Welcome to New York. I will say that. I'm with you on that one, Tunes. What do you think? Although I like the production of Welcome to New York better, I'm going to give Fearless the other nod on that one. I'm with you on that one. I'm, I'm going Fearless on that one too. Fifteen yeah. versus Blank Space, Mama Steve. Gosh, that's a tough one because. Nice. Here's the thing, 15 really hit home for me because I remember being 15 and, you know, being scared in high school and making friends and, you know, I had that one friend and it, it does hit home. But I am going to say blank space because I think that hits more into my adulthood and it's like, you know, I'm a woman, I'm going to, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm taking your name down, mm -hmm. you know, you, you can't get away with this and I got your name right here. But I will say blank space because it relates more in my adulthood. But I, I will give 15 some credit because when I was younger, I felt the exact same way. All right. We got uh, eight minutes left. Tunes, which one you got? 15 or uh, blank space? Yeah, I, I recall you mentioning that, you know, 1989 lacked content. And I think blank space was one of her better written songs on the album. And I'm going to go with blank space. I, I call this one a draw because I think this is what you just said. I agree with. I think lyrically, this is 
probably the second best lyrical song on the whole album, uh, Blank mm-hmm. Space. Uh, Love Story versus Style. What do you got, Mama C? Style. Style is my go-to song on my playlist. What do you got, Tunes? Um, yeah. Style. Style? I, I'm, I'm going Love Story. I'm going Love Story with Style. Style is trash. Style is literally a no. hook. That, no, 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 no. Name a lyric in that whole, uh, name a lyric in that whole song. Literally, the hook is the daydream day look in your that eyes. That is the hook. Like I said, and the I've hook. got that red classic lip thing that, that you like. That is the hook. The only good thing about that Dang song it. is the hook. Y'all Dang fell it. for it. I Y'all like fell it. for it on that one. The Dang hook it. is crashing down, but. Nah, you know. bro, we got style over here. Yeah. Like I said, y'all, all right, we're going to keep going. We're going to argue with this later. <laughs> hey, Steven over Out of the Woods. What do you got, Mama Steve? Out of the Woods. Oh, easy. What you got, Toons? Out of the Woods. Or Hey Steven? Yeah, give yeah. Me, uh, hey give me Hey Steven. I kind of like Hey Steven. My brother named Steven, man. <laughs> I, <laughs> took, I, my bro. I took Out of the Woods on that one. Um, and, and, it's, and it's spelled with a PH, too. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, White House versus All You Had to Do Was Stay. Mama Steve? White House. Okay. Tunes? Well, all, all I got to do is stay? Yeah, White House versus All I Gotta Do Is Stay. I don't even know that song. Give me White House. <laughs> <laughs> you guys play it. Just give them the White House. I don't know that song. I actually no, chose, I I actually chose uh, All I Had To Do Was Stay on that one. Um, okay. You Belong With Me versus Shake It Off. Okay. Mama Steve? Um, Shake It Off because You Belong With Me was really cheesy. And it just, you know, it's the it's it's the cliche of every high school girl. It's like pick me because mm. the popular girl's trash. So shake yeah. it off. You were you were the girl in okay. So who you got? What 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 You were wearing the baggy shirts. You were the girl in all about all you belong with is me. No 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 no. You got something to say. Mama Steve was the popular chick. Was, yeah, oh, that's yeah. what she said. No, no, I wasn't popular by any means necessary. She I mean, was I was. Chick. Did you belong with me? So she you, was you the you belong underdog. with me chick. You were the underdog. Yeah. I was the underdog, but I wasn't begging men to take me over the popular girl because I knew that that type of guy was trash. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what you got? What you got on that, too? You belong with me or shake it off. You had the fresh hot donut. Anyway, moving right along. You know, she had that red light or at Krispy Kreme and when it, when it's fresh out of the oven. The anyway. hot light is on. <laughs> the hot light. <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm I'm gonna go with Shake It Off. I like You Belong With Me. That's it, it, a hot song. But I'm, I'm, I'm going a- with uh, You Belong With Me on that one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. Breathe versus I Wish You Would, Mama Steve. Ooh, Are we going through the whole list? Yeah, we're gonna go all through 13 real quick. Yeah. Okay, we'll do we'll do Breathe on this one. Which one you got, Tunes? Breathe or um, I wish you would. I just like the sound of that. That just sounds like smoke. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I wish you would. Okay. Okay. I see you, Taylor. I see you, Taylor. Uh, I, I did go uh, breathe on that one. Uh, tell me why versus bad blood. Mama Steve? Bad blood. Definitely bad blood. Come on. Two. Man, you got a Kendrick feature on that? Come on. Give me that bad blood. I I've heard it. the remix. I'm, agree- yeah. I'm agreeing with that. I'm going bad blood on that one, too. Oh, there's uh, an original without Kendrick? Yeah. Even, I go, I go yeah. with Bad Blood over Tell Me I Why. Ain't, I ain't never day. heard it without Kendrick. There's, I've heard both because I had both of my playlists. There's a radio edit, and then there's yeah. the one with Kendrick in it. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah, you're Not Kendrick. Sorry versus Wildest Dreams. Mama Steve? Wildest Dreams. Tunes? Wildest Dreams. 
I will say I took Wildest Dreams. Wildest Dreams may be my favorite Taylor Swift song of all time. So yeah, yeah. I had I had to go with that one. Um, the way I love the the way I loved you versus how you get that girl. Uh oh, that's a tough one. I'm going with a how you how you get that girl. How? How did that happen? <laughs> Seriously? Really? Yeah, let's do that. Let's do how you get that girl. Okay, I I did go with uh, the way the way I loved you on that one. Yeah, uh, see, even even the titles are better on uh, 1989. <laughs> yeah, tunes tunes and I against yeah. Yeah. <laughs> forever yeah. and exactly. always versus this love. This love. Okay, tunes. Forever and always. Just oh, right. I went forever and always on that one too. The best day versus I know places, Mama Steve. I know places. Tunes. Mm. Best days. Best days. Okay. I actually went I know places. I know places is a nice little groove. It's undercover on the album because it's the second to last song. Do you the know last Steve? one is change versus clean. What you got, Mama Steve? Clean. Tunes. I don't like the clean. I like change though. You so you do like change? Yeah. Okay. And I went change on that one as well. So do you not I, see the difference between the titles of these songs? Like Fearless is like Teeny Popper, this is the best day, or you belong with me compared to Wildest Dreams, style, clean. Yeah, get that fine. shit up. Seriously. Yeah, because all that all that stuff on I say that is pop people crap. That's why. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but fearless is like high school. Like, oh, I wish I was popular. Because she was a young oh. chick, so she was yeah. speaking what her knowledge was. I, 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 catch, I catch the vibe. I understand the vibe. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, so it's, I'm it's seven. Nauseating. I'm seven. Um, ni- uh, fearless to five. Nineteen eighty nine. I did mm-hmm. have a draw in there. So, uh, mm-hmm. Mama Steve, you are, I think, ten. <laughs> 1989 and only three fearless and in tunes you are i think you were the reverse of me i think you are sorry eight you are eight 1989 mm-hmm. and you are um five fearless okay sounds about so, right that's yeah, how we broke like it down that. on that one okay well that settles that debate. Looks like the No Name Nonsense podcast is going to say that 1989 is the better album. Better albums. Yeah, to the chagrin right. of myself, but I mean, I, I'm 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 gonna go with you know unanimous vote here. I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take the L and ride with the crew crew and say 1989 is the better album than based on this one here. Good. Well, again, thank you guys for listening. We're gonna come back with our final segment: movies, TV, and music, and then we will finish up from here. Appreciate you guys following us this long. Word. Yes.